Ajoa Minta has always been a maker. The founder of For All Ice Cream spends her days whipping up treats to evoke childhood memories and delight the most discerning foodies. But before she made her mark on Waterloo Region's culinary scene, Ajoa built a more conventional career. She studied chemical engineering at Waterloo because she thought it would allow her to explore different jobs. It turns out she was right, but it took a while before she found something she loved. First, she worked as a product developer in the automotive industry. Then she became a consultant, helping engineers with their funding submissions. The work was interesting and stable, and over time, Ajoa rose through the ranks. Still, she felt like she needed something more. After 15 years in engineering, Ajoa decided to leave her industry and pursue a creative venture. She wasn't sure what it was going to be, but she knew it was time to find out. Today, Ajoa takes us on her journey from engineer to entrepreneur. We'll talk about the need to be creative and how sometimes doing the safe thing can actually help you build your dream career. I'm Claire Mastrangelo, and this is Uncharted, Warriors in the World. Hi, Ajoa. Hey, how are you, Claire? I'm good. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So... Ajoa, you're not the only entrepreneur in your family. Can you tell me a little bit about your mom and her business? Absolutely. So when I was in high school, um, I grew up in Ottawa. Uh, my mom had noticed that there weren't really a lot of black hair products in, in the city. So she took it upon herself to to get the, the products into the city. So she opened up her own store right downtown in, in downtown Ottawa. And this was, what else was she doing on, because this wasn't the only thing she was doing, right? No, not at all. So at the time, my mom actually, my mom is a, was a lawyer um, working for the Canadian government. Um, she was also a single mom of three. Just my dad had traveled overseas and had been stationed for about three years. So she was taking care of three kids full-time lawyer and again for her there was a need in the community and so not really seeing who else was going to do this she took it upon herself to to solve that problem. Wow so you had that entrepreneurial seed planted early on. Very very much so (laughs) yeah. Amazing so and at that time while you had this little seed planted in your mind uh, you were exploring different creative outlets so what were some of your favorites? Um Going through high school, I was definitely a creative person. I loved art. Um, I ran our, our high school art club. I loved music. I was in band. I was in orchestra. So for me, this, having a creative outlet was always very important. Nice. And why did you choose to study chemical engineering for university? Um, when it got to the end of the university, I realized, or rather the end of high school, I realized that I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I wanted to be. And so for me, engineering um, was a way to, to keep flexible. I could decide later. I could postpone the decision of what I really wanted to do when I grew up to after I was done university. And specifically, I'd picked chemical engineering because for my impression was that chemical, chemical, you know, chemicals um, had to do with a lot of chemistry. So I could, you know, have a science grounding. I could have an engineering grounding and all Ultimately, I could make my decision about what I wanted to be later. Cool. And you actually did end up doing something a little different. You were in automotive for a while, and then you were um, consulting engineers with on their funding submissions. Um, and it sounds like the work was stable, but maybe not that fulfilling. So I'm wondering how that affected you. Yeah, I would say that in doing anything for me I actually I feel like anything I do I do have a passion for because that's how I do it well but I did both of those jobs until I didn't have energy for them anymore they weren't as exciting anymore so they always started off great and um, I enjoyed doing them very very much but at the point where just I I wasn't 
I don't know how else to put it except for I just I was have they weren't giving me energy or they're taking too much of my energy. That's when I knew it was time to move on. So that's when I moved away from the automotive industry. I traveled for a while, came back and thought, okay, what do I want to do? And I love technology. I love the science. So that's when I went into the consulting for um, helping engineers and scientists get their their submissions. And again, I did that for as long as I could, um, loving every moment of it until it just wasn't giving me energy anymore. Okay, so you left, you did a little consulting on the side to pay the bills while you thought about what to do next. So what inspired you to do ice cream? Um, a lot of things. So in that time, I'd moved from Toronto to Waterloo. And one of the things that I loved about Waterloo is that 10 minutes in any direction, I'm at a farm with fresh food, local food. And so that was definitely an inspiration for me. Um, so I knew that what I wanted to get into next had to had to encompass that. Um, I looked around this community and thought, you know, what what isn't here but should be here? And one of the things that I notice about like Kitchener-Waterloo and that I love about this area is that there are there is a real entrepreneurial spirit here. Um, and for me, I also wanted something that leveraged the fact that I was an engineer, a chemical engineer. Um, and so for me, it was just kind of a brainstorm of, hey, ice cream would help me fulfill all of that. Ice cream is a blank canvas that would highlight the great local food in this area. Um, it would allow me to be entrepreneurial and really just tap into that spirit that's here as well. So it was it was an idea that I thought would fit kind of my interest, what I thought wasn't here, and then also just let me use my background as, a, as an engineer. Hey everyone, I wanted to take a moment to tell you about a new event series coming up in March and April. If you like Uncharted so far, you'll want to check out Game Changers in Toronto, Ottawa, and Kitchener-Waterloo. Young alumni who live in those cities will give lightning talks on the experiences that redefined their personal and professional lives. After that, you can mix and mingle and enjoy food and drinks with Waterloo's finest. It's going to be a lot of fun, so don't wait. Register today at uwaterloo.ca slash alumni slash events. Yeah, you mentioned to me earlier that making ice cream allowed you to be an engineer on your own terms. So could you talk to me a little bit more about that? For sure. Um, I feel like a lot of people maybe don't understand what chemical engineering is about. And for me, it's really about we're, we're concerned with processes, how something goes from unfinished to finished. And so for me, it was, you know, I'm going to make ice cream. Ice cream is delicious. Everybody loves it. But what's exciting about it for me is that I'm going to get to design this process and take care of, you know, taking great ingredients and making them into a great product. And for me, that was the, the chemical engineering on my terms in a, in a really fun, creative outlet. Another thing you told me about that I thought was so fascinating and something I hadn't thought about before was the fact that you got to design your own plant. Absolutely, yeah. So For All Ice Cream is a licensed dairy plant. And so just getting that that up and running, getting those processes in place, um, authoring them, practicing them, um, revising them, that was that was a really fun part for me. Cool. And um, talk to me a little bit about constraints, too. It's something that creative people talk a lot about. Um, and it's something that you've said has been very helpful to you as you've been making ice cream. So why are in constraints important to you? For me, as a creative person, I, have, I feel like I have ideas all the time. Like, there's so many ideas. And so... Um, the idea of constraints, which I feel like can sound negative, but the idea of constraints for me, it's a way for me to focus the creative energy to produce something. I feel like without the constraints that I apply to myself, I wouldn't, I'd wouldn't. i have a harder time coming up with a tangible output, put a focused output that people would understand. It's almost like I have too many ideas and I just need to draw lines around things sometimes just to, to make sure the ideas go out. So 
for example, one of the constraints that we give ourselves at For All, and it, it's part of also just our brand messaging and who we are. Um, so we always say natural, local, mindful. So that's a set of, like, that's something that we're, that we're very mindful of so that when we're coming up with ice cream, because ice cream can literally have anything in it, that's a set of constraints that we're working with. And again, I don't see it as a negative. It's just more, this is our message and we want to be consistent and true to that. Um, the other um, set of kind of rules or constraints that we've applied or I've applied to the business as well are just even how we come up with flavors. And again, it's just to be consistent with our messaging um, and just being true to, to what we want to offer. So the idea for all is that there's always a choice for people. And so we've got four flavor categories that we always try to, to make sure we have. So we've got, a, a, we've got classic flavors, we've got foodie flavors, we've got vegan flavors, and we've got childhood or nostalgia flavors. And again, it just helps focus the creativity so that we have something that, that works. I love it. And so when did you realize that For All might be successful? Was that something, was there a specific moment or was it something that became more apparent over time? It's a good question. Um, it's funny because when I first started out, I think I was prepared for what if it isn't successful? Like that's what I prepared my brain for. And then, you know, where I'm going to try, people aren't going to come and, oh, well, I, I know what to do when that happens. What I hadn't prepared myself for was if it's successful. So I think the first time I probably recognized that, oh my gosh, this is successful is just the, 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 Probably just the lineups, the constant lineups at our little factory store. We're in the back of the Bonnie Stewart building. Um, it's a dirt parking lot. There's no seating. Um, there's not a lot of shade, but we had, you know, and we were only open a few days a week. But when we were, just there were there were people that were happy to wait outside, you know, for 20, 30 minutes to get in to get our product. So I think that to me was a sign of success, just how open and welcoming the community community was and receptive. Yeah. And for people who don't know the space, it's just kind of tucked away in a little suburban part of Kitchener, right? It's not downtown. It's not highly exposed. So people had to seek you out. Very much so. Like it's, it's, you basically um, drive up to a dead end and keep going. And so you definitely have to be looking for it to find it. Cool. So it seems like this is a really exciting time to be a maker. And having had the experiences that you've had at Joa, I'm wondering, how do you feel now about the division that people often make between creative work and stable work? I feel like there doesn't have to be that division. I feel like people do inherently make that 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 separation, but I think there's a way to marry both. And I think part of that is just being a little bit introspective and just thinking of what do you like and like what do you love doing and what gives you energy to do and how do you get that to 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 to, to I guess, make you money or just be a sustainable lifestyle. And so I think um, just my thoughts on it are that they don't have to be separate. One other thing you mentioned to me, to go back to your mom since we started with your mom, um, she was so supportive when you told her that you wanted to do this. What did that mean to you? It was everything. I think I was probably most nervous in letting her know that, you know, I'm quitting my stable, secure engineering job to go make ice cream for a living. Um, I don't know why I was expecting a negative response, but I, I was. And so just having her affirm that and support that was great. And I think just um, it just shows that she trusts my decisions and my choices and just wasn't, you know, she wasn't worried about me. And so she was very encouraging of, of the whole thing. And I think also just she's somebody that I've always looked up to and just what she's modeled for me is that anything's possible. If you want to do it, go for it. 
like the biggest the biggest regret you can have in life is is not giving yourself that chance that only you can shut yourself down so um it, it really did mean everything to have to have her her support joa it's been so great talking to you today thank you so much for coming in thank you so much for having me 